Eitan, I'm proud you up bright and early. Nice to see Ariel. You meet Ben Sia. Some point you guys are going to learn together. Nice to meet you. You have to meet this one. Nice to meet Ben Sia. Rabbi say, firstly, coming from Raiwisnicki's bris, many of us this morning going to Raiwisnicki's bris, his new son, Chaim David. So, first of all, he should see much nachas, my son. But I, I want to say, it's interesting what you could study just from seeing who came to the bris. And it was fascinating to me to see with Raiwisnicki. Not always can you judge a lot who comes to somebody. Here I think there was something very instructive that I saw this morning that I want to share with the Hevra. Just we have a great person amongst us and a special person. And I was talking to his shver, to his father-in-law about him. I was sticky at the bris. And I wanted for a minute, I don't want to take for granted somebody special that was Zeichel to learn from and learn with and be around. And I want to say something, not a surprise to the guys, but at the bris, you had many, many brachim, which impressed me. Bright and early, and the guys to come had to get up at quite early hours, and you had many, many guys. Eight times would 40 be an exaggeration? You had a lot, I don't know the exact number, a lot of brachim there. You had old Talmidim of his who drove up. Even some marrieds and some Bachram who drove up from far distances. His family, of course, was there. But I'm talking about his siblings, his brothers were there. A lot of family members and a lot of community members. At a weekday bris, which Friday's a work day, it's not that common to have such a crowd at the bris. So normally, I don't think it's a big deal to say, oh, so many people. I don't get taken by numbers. Numbers don't impress me. Sincerity and truth impresses me, not numbers. So why am I commenting at this large bris? Community, on a, on a weekday, which is usually very small bris. I've been at brisim on weekdays. Monday to Friday brisim do not have a lot big crowds. It's just the way it is. And this bris was a big crowd. Okay. Says he a popular, famous. These things don't, in a world, a very superficial world, numbers matter a lot in a world of how many likes, a world of PR, but the world we live in is very not around numbers, so why am I, sti- why am I sitting here with the guys on an Arab Shabbos, looking at a real person, I'm looking Momo in the face, a small crowd here, at an Arab Shabbos shir, and I'm talking about how big, right, Wasniki's bristle was, so a lot of people know him, what's, what's, what's the praise? What I want to say to the Hevra, and what I'm nishtaymim, one of the great qualities of Rabbi Wisniki, is the word balance is a very, very dangerous word. Because the word balance is usually used in the vernacular for somebody who's not very serious about things. He's a balanced man. An extremist is like... And so the word balance has very, very almost bad connotations. The truth of the word balance is somebody who puts serious and focus and effort into all details of their life. I'm impressed with Ray with Snicky the way he goes shopping. And I mean it sincerely. He's a chassid Everything he does is very thought out, very thorough, very focused. All the parts of his life are valuable and precious. Guys talk a lot about what type of father he is. And it was interesting, as he's delivering his speech, his son Ellie was perched in his hands. But every part of his life, he's a serious community member. He ta- he's a serious uncle. He's a serious cousin. He's a serious Rebbe. He takes all the different parts of life very seriously. 
I don't want to go more too much of an arichus on this, but I want to say, and yeshiva guys talk about what a father he is, and there's tremendous amounts to learn from that. Family first. And the way he prioritizes his own children is, is to be celebrated, and that's a, we could talk about that for hours, and we have spoken about that topic. But that's not what I'm saying now. What I want to share now is the balance. How he's, a, he's, a, he's an amazing community member. Sometimes a guy has a big mission. He had so many Talmidim. You would think he would neglect his duties. also part of a community. And the way Snicky gives a seriousness to every aspect. If you know him, do you know he's very serious about the shulis and he's very active shul member? Anybody would understand, right? With Snicky, you're a Rebbe, you have hundreds of Talmidim. You're a parent who gives your all to your family. You would almost excuse him, I don't really have time to be a community member. And what's striking to me is that he gives every part of his life a seriousness. He takes serious, he's a very active, involved shul member. He's also, it's a, you know, he's a big Talmud of Rabbi, he introduced Rabbi Sonnenshine Shlita spoke at the bris. He's a Talmud of his Rebbe. You almost, it, it amazes me and inspires me. And it, it actually, it, it's a muster to me, the way he takes everything seriously and the balance. You would think you're a Rebbe, you can't be a Talmud. And the way he puts everything in its place. There's a certain shleimus. There's all different parts of our life, and each one, what's the mita is very calculated, thought out, and things are done slowly and meticulously thought out, and each thing is given a seriousness. So even the fact that he's a great community member is something I'm so moved by that, that he's a big part of B'nai Shalom. Would anybody, like, excuse him? He has somebody he could even easily say... I have a big family, Kanai Nahara, I'm very busy with my family. I'm very busy with my yeshiva. No, but he's a community member too. And Shabbos, he davens somewhere. He davens by his Rebbe. He davens by his son and shine. He's actively involved in B'nai Shalom. It moves me a lot, the seriousness of all the parts of his life. That moves me a lot. We, this week's parsha is Kedoshim. Holiness and Kedush is really taking all the parts of this world and utilizing them right. There's something called precious. Precious is to disconnect from this world. The point of disconnecting is to reconnect in a meaningful way. And Kedush is a higher madrega than precious. And Kedusha is the engagement in this world in a meaningful way. And that's why I was sticky. There's Kedusha. Every aspect of how he engages in this world is done in such a meaningful way. I'm moved by that. It's, he's, he's, it's, a, tremendous, it's a tremendous aspect of Rai Wisniki. It's interesting, right? Sun and Shine spoke and really like, touched on this Nakuda. The very bris mila is a mark on our body of a connection to Hashem. Bris mila angers our enemies. Hitler, Yemach Shumai wrote that the Jews have one mitzvah. I read it to the guys. He said there's one command he despises, bris milah. He says they destroy the world with bris milah. And Amalek tried to answer bris milah by Yazane they, they hated bris milah. Why is bris milah so rankle our enemies? And why are we so proud of bris milah? In our benching, when we eat food, we say, we thank Hashem for bris milah. I'm eating some food. <laughs> why when I have lechem, my thanking for bris milah, oh, is it exact? Because bris milah says that even the physical aspects of my life, I have a cousin who's a very famous politician. He's a cousin of the mishpacha, Henry Kissinger. Cousin... And he said a comment, Henry, cousin Henry said, he said that he's my grandma's cousin. His mother was a from lady in Washington Heights, my grandma's cousin. And Henry Kissinger said that the Eastern world has the next world. The Western world has this world. And the from Jews have this world and the next world. And what he was articulating is Brismila. Brismila says... Rismila is very fascinating. It says that on this body, 
on this worldly experience, we put an ice, we put a mark that says we're connected to Hashem. And Brismila very much announces that through the physical and in the physical and in the most of physical places, we have a Kesher with Hashem. Every aspect of our life is utilized in the service of Hashem. That's the word. And when a person just had lechem, they thank Hashem for the bris that's on our body. What makes the lechem not just a physical, I don't become a cow during my meal. What makes the lechem a meaningful and, and precious experience is the bris on our body. That we have a bris on our body that says the physical experiences are important as well. Kedosha, there's a place there of service and connection to Hashem. So I wanted to share that on the day where I was Sniki Shlit and made a bris mila. We certainly, together, we should go from Simcha to Simcha. We've been Zaycha two Fridays in a row to have a Rebbe in the Yeshiva. Rabbi Chef was a Rebbe and remains an important figure here at Rabbi Wisnicki. Both of them made a brisk two Fridays in a row. It's a good custom. We should just go from Simcha to Simcha. But I wanted to share this observation about Rabbi Wisnicki. It struck me just the crowd that was there, that there was such representation of his family, the yeshiva, and the community. It struck me, that's the, well, it wasn't the numbers that struck me, it was the shleimus, they're like so many Rabbi Wisnickis. There were people there, what do you mean? He's a big member of the community. They're not thinking about the Rebbe or the father. His children are thinking, Eli was sitting there, my tata. The Talmudim was sitting, my Rebbe, there's so many aspects, but there's a shleimus, you have to be thought out, you have to take each part seriously, and that's where I was thinking, to take all the parts of his life very, very seriously. There's an avoid on each part. Like I say, you go to the, you go to the supermarket, that's serious too. That's how I would uptight where I was thinking, and that's what I wanted to share. Maskim Chaim Tzvi. I want to share with you this morning, it's not this morning anymore, I guess when I was preparing in my mind, I was thinking this morning, but this afternoon, I want to share with the guys a kasha. This kasha I've had for years, I'm going to offer, please don't take what I'm going to say as answers. Some of the success that I zeichet to in my life is because I don't take answers easily. If I have a kasha, I say a bomb kasha, people will tell me, oh, I know the answer. I'm not going to say I'm going to be abrasive. I'm just, I'm going to smile. I'll be polite. But I don't accept answers that don't, that don't sit well with me. I've had kashas for 30 years. This kasha I've had for many years, I don't have an answer. I don't settle. And by the way, people will call me and tell me, and I, and I appreciate the calls. I want to hear it and want to hear how other people go to bed, like how they, I don't want to say I can't fall asleep, I can fall asleep just fine, but how other people process this question. I'm troubled by this question for years and years and years. It's brought me places, Ben. See, I like questions. And I'm going to tell you two places it drove me. You might say, see, I have the answer. I, can't, I could explain it. It doesn't resolve the question to me, but it's helped me. It's helped me and it's made me think, realize some stuff. But the question remains a powerful question. I think it's, questions are important. It's at the Seder, it's funny, at the Seder night, so everybody, all the kids ask Manishtana, Kana Ben Shoal, and the kids ask Manishtana. I don't like this, everybody says Manishtana, we go forward. I want everybody at the table to be bothered. I like my wife's chala a lot. I think it's wonderful. My wife makes delicious challah. Anybody who's been there, my wife makes very, very good challah. I'm sure you, I don't want to have a competition with you. My mom's, well, you all, your mom's the best challah in the world. And like everybody, I'm also joined the ranks. And my wife makes the best challah in the world. Delicious challah. And to save their night, I make hamaitzi lechem in arts on a cracker, on matzah. And it's weird. It's strikingly weird. Why not have my wife's house? Delicious. And before you give an answer, you got to be bothered. You got to take life seriously. Why is Hashem doing this? What's he saying? No, I don't want you to have challah tonight. Matter of fact, it's, uh, it's chayiv karist. You know what that means, Hashem? It's weird. 
Chala is pretty innocent. If you touch Chala tonight, God says you're Chayiv Kares. You're excommunicated. A person's excommunicated. Whoa! Whoa, whoa, whoa. Before you get any answer, you're... You, if, you, if you come with a nice word, I want to say, if you're not struggling with the question, if you're not, God who loves me, God who wants good for me, God who's into me says, tonight you better not touch challah. Challah is like very innocent. It's a wonderful experience, challah. Friday night, challah, when it's hot, coming out of the oven, whoo, top of the crock pot, you put wonderful and tonight it's Chai of Karis. If you're not disturbed, it's way before an answer. I always say, I, I always say to guys at a shear, you know what you should do at any lecture you're at, Eitan? Any shear, there's a big trick to shiurim, Bensi. Akiv, what you do at any shear, people go to shiurim and listen. Always ask yourself, am I bothered by the question the man's asking? Don't listen to the answer yet. There's no... A man who I respect a lot was frustrated that Shiurim weren't, weren't, weren't necessarily doing what he wanted them to do. And he asked me to critique his Shiurim. And I listened to Shiurim and I told him he doesn't sell questions. A brilliant man. He says his questions very fast. And when he says the answer, like he's very matter of a fact. So his questions weren't sold enough. I told him you don't sell your questions enough. If, I, if I'm not bothered by your question, you could say the most brilliant things. I'm not moved enough to think anything. I have told the guys, Gershon, I love putting on Phil in the airport. And I love doing it because by nature I'm a rules follower. By nature I probably have a wing one, very possible. And I'm a, very, I'm a rules follower. By nature, I try to break it to come out of my comfort zone. By nature, I want to follow the rules. Putting on tefillin in the airport for a rules follower, you just want to fit in, do what's right. There's no isser, but you're doing religious things. Is this the place for it? And people look at you. And I like doing it because I want to fear, feel weird. I want to say it's strange. I just tied up my arm. I want to have the cash of why does Hashem say to do it? Before you get any answers in life, you have to be bothered by the questions. What's happening? Hello? But don't run to an answer. If you accept answers easily, you don't get place in your life. Questions drive you places. They bring you places. They create thought. They create understanding. But don't settle. Somebody tells you, oh, okay, thank you, thank you. <laughs> a question creates, it energizes a person, it drives, it awakens, it arouses. Questions are very important. So I have a question for years that I've, I still have no answer, but I want to tell you two places that the question has driven me, and I want to share that with you, although the question remains in my mind. And the question I have for all of you is as follows. The period we're in now is called Yemei Sviras Aimer. It is the 20th day of the Aimer, two weeks and six days. And we're counting the days because we have massive anticipation for Kabbalah Satir. As a nation, we're gearing up, we're excited. We have a national treasure called Tyra, a gift. A gift of Tyra, which teaches us tremendous wisdom of Hashem which gives us a mission and a purpose and tells us mitzvahs. So, so we have these days that we're, that we're standing in as a people and we're, they're called Yemei Svira and Klai Yisrael is anticipating a day of Kabbalah Satayra. We're anticipating a day of receiving the Torah. And we're counting as a nation towards that day. Great anticipation, our national treasure. The Torah, Torah and mitzvahs. And all of us are counting as a people. We've discussed already that we're not counting down, we're counting up because we're preparing. So I would describe these 50 days from Pesach to Shavuos as very, very happy, exciting days. Both anticipation, we're anticipating the Torah, but not just anticipating, we're preparing for Kabbalah Satayra. 
very exciting, positive, energetic days of preparing for Kabbalah Satira. That's the Yemei Svira, the days of Svira. The mitzvah Ariel is very brief. We count. Baruch Ato Hashem, L'Kenum Hashem, Shalom, Zitzvanah, Svira, Soimer. Hayoyim Esrim, Yoyim, very brief. But what's happening on these days is Klai Yisrael is preparing and ramped up, amped up, if you will, excited for the days of Kabbalah Satira, of getting our national treasure, the Torah. And we're both anticipating and celebrating and preparing and taking it seriously, but it's a very exciting. If somebody would ask me the feelings during these days of sphere, I would say excitement. Like, if you've ever, I, I apologize for the, vision, for the poor mushal, but if you've ever gone to a big game, Lahavdil, and there's great anticipation in the crowd, 50,000 people murmuring before a big playoff game, and there's like a tumble and a hack, and, the, and people are marching in. You know what a much better muscle is? For those of us that went to the CMA Shas and Giant Stadium, when, when Ezra Shulman had our, the bus was on fire on the way, to, and then in the, in the parking lot on the way into the stadium, he was, <laughs> and the Hevra was like fire. Johnny was, Johnny had, the, the island was on fire. The excitement and anticipation of something special going down. And that, was the Yemei, that is the Yemei Sphere in Klal Yisrael. If I describe these days, I would say very, very happy days. The Ramban, Arishan, the Ramban, and Rabbeinu Bechaya, two Rishonim, both describe Yemei Sphere as Cholomayim. They call Pesach as the Chag, Shavuos is like the Shmini Atzeres, and the interim days are Cholomayid, very, very positive, exciting days. And that's how I would define these Yemei Svir. And it's funny, when you come back to Yeshiva after Pesach, there's a buzz. There's been all week a very Geshmaka feeling. Yemei Svir, that's what it has. And my kasha to everybody here is that we have a whole other feel, and you look around the room, there are beards, long hair, no music, no chasnas. Chasnas have been stilled. Why? Because the Talmidim of Rebbe Kiva were nifter. In the days, the Gemara Yivamas Samach Beis, in the days from Pesach to Shavuos, the great Rebbe Kiva, 24,000 Talmidim were nifter. There was a massive disease, an illness that swept through his yeshiva, Zairus Hashem and 24,000 students of Rabbi Kiva went after. His entire yeshiva was decimated. The great teacher of Torah, the great link in the Messiah of Torah, Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva, who Maishu Rabbeinu, when he saw Rabbi Kiva, when he was shown, Rabbi Kiva said to Hashem, Why are you giving the Torah through me? Give it through him. The great Rabbi Kiva, 24,000 Talmidim passed away. And as such, we have national mourning. Between Pesach and Shavuos, we're in national mourning. Now certainly it's a, it's a blow, 24,000 Talmidah Chacham being nifter. But my kasha that I have for years, I'm so confused. We lost the Beis Hamikdash. we have Avelos. And certainly one day it will turn Miyagin Lusimcha from sadness to happiness. We'll get back to Beis Hamikdash. Here for eternity. I don't even, does this change by the Beis Hamikdash? I don't even know. But I'm like mystified. What is the Ashkocha? In the middle of our national days of celebration, of excitement, we have like mixed in this aspect of mourning. What's happening? What does Hashem want? What's being said? Is it just the experience is marred and that's the way it always is? Something, something's up, something's happening, something's being expressed here. What is Hashem saying? What is the Ruach? What is the message to us? You may simcha. Now, by the way, Gershon, very, very childish people, less emotionally developed people, are not capable of dual emotions. They only could have one emotion. A very unsophisticated guy goes to a speech, say, how was the speech? He was long. That's a child. An older person says it was very long, but he was very informative. Basically, he sings, I have two emotions. I was a little bit long, 
But I have another emotion, actually learned some very important things. You're capable of like, a ra- it's called the range of emotions, if you will. We have different emotions. Something could be, it would, you, you can go to all different, ex- a davening. You could say it was a little tedious, the davening for me. No, it wasn't long. But actually it was a beautiful hollow. But actually, I actually found something nice. I actually was moved by the experience. So the more sophisticated you are, you're capable of a range of emotions. So what I'm really asking the chavr, so we're capable, yes, in our happy days of Svira, like got mixed in amongst the years this morning. But my whole life, Bensi, my whole life, for many years I'm bothered. The days we're in right now, like, I'll do both. Are we really, are we called to mourning? It's funny, the three weeks, I have no questions on. They're national mourning, no question about it, no contradictions. Nobody's going to say otherwise. The three weeks, we are pushed into national mourning for we lost our Beis HaMikdash, no question about it. I'm asking in a sophisticated way right now, are we in national mourning? If an outsider would see you, are you guys, we're not having weddings, we're not listening to music, we're growing our beards, are you in national mourning? I don't know the answer. I don't think so. What do you mean? I'm anticipating and excited for Torah. Something happened in our history. So, So we're in national mourning, we're excited, we're both. It's a cash I've had for years. I don't know the answer. But I want to tell you, Gershon, questions move you. And when you, a question is the same as a car. Maybe I'm thinking about cars because my brand new car. But questions are like cars. They drive you places. And I want to say two places that I'm driven to, Gershon, through the question. And the two places that I'm driven to, you can call these answers. Why I don't call them answers is because they don't tell me, okay, my question's off. You know the answer, but they both move me. I want to say two things, Eitan. One, I want to say, the beauty of Tyra is what it does for the learner of Tyra. The preciousness of Tyra is that it elevates and changes the learner of Torah. Who learns better, us or the angels? Us. The answer, Ariel says, is we have the Torah. Clearly, we're a better shidduch with the Torah. When Moshe Rabbeinu came to take the Torah from Shemayim, the angels protested. There was a massive protest, and they said, Why are you giving it to man? We are smarter, we are deeper, we're better learners of Torah. Why are you giving the Torah to human beings? Why are you handing the Torah to human beings? We are better learners. And the angels ask that God doesn't give the Torah to Maish Rabbeinu. That's what the angels ask. Why are you giving it to man? Maish Rabbeinu's response, I'm paraphrasing, not literally, but I want to share what Maishu Rabbeinu said to the angels. And Maishu Rabbeinu said that it's true you guys are smarter. You learn deeper. You have a deeper understanding, more insight into Torah. Yet we belong with the Torah. Why? Said Maishu Rabbeinu, you're not capable of being changed by the Torah. You don't have taiva. You don't have temptation. You don't have weakness. The Torah can't elevate and change and make somebody different. We who are human, who are frail, who have flaws, who wake up late, who get angry, who get jealous, we who have human frailty, the Torah impacts and elevates us. And as such, we're zeicha. As such, we're zeicha the Torah for what the Torah does to us. That's what Maishu Rabbeinu responded to the angels. So, The Torah we have, the Torah we're zeichet to, is for what it does to the human being who learns the Torah. And one of the greatest things we can do in appreciation of Torah is to celebrate and appreciate the learner of Torah. Celebrating and appreciating the learner of Torah is one of the aspects that we can do for Torah itself. And I want to say 
that in mourning the Talmud Chacham, somebody told me in, in, in the community we had somebody name their child after Reb Chaim Kanievsky last Friday. And he said, I want to be honest, in Reb Chaim's life, I never, I never visited Reb Chaim. I didn't have such shaykhs to Reb Chaim. But he said in his death, and watching Klal Yisrael mourn him, I've watched clips of Reb Chaim. And he said, I've come to a greater appreciation of this sadik. Now, certainly, we want to appreciate Gedolim and Sadiqim while we have them, but the nature of mankind is sometimes we appreciate something after we lose it. Now, we want to appreciate it while we have it, but sometimes that's the way we are. It's funny, when my car, when I lost my car before Pesach, I was like, I had a sense of how valuable it was to do mitzvahs, to go good places with it. And I wished I could say that when I had it, I appreciate it as much as when I lost it. But the nature of man is when we lose something, we appreciate it. And I want to say, good to see you, Huda. <laughs> Johnny understood. What I, what I, what I want to say, what I, what I want to say, Rabbi say, is that the Kavadat Torah, the Kavadat Torah of, of, of mourning the loss of a big tzaddik is part of the appreciation of what Torah does to a person. All of Klal Yisrael has been mourning the loss of Reb Chaim Kanievsky. And the mourning of a tzaddik, why are we mourning this person? What made him great eight times? Because he learned Torah. That itself is a Kavadat Torah. And in the days leading up to Kabbalah Satira, in the days leading up to our receiving the Torah, that we have some mourning for a yeshiva of learners of Torah that passed away, the Talmud Mervebikeva, that itself contains a tremendous Kavadat Torah. In the mourning for the Talmud Mervebikeva is contained the Kavadat Torah. So one point I want to make is that it's not just a different thing going on. The fact that in the days of excitement for Torah, anticipating Torah, and in those days we are anticipated and excited for Torah, we also have national mourning for B'nai Torah, for a yeshiva that was nifter, is not like a side point. We value Torah. And in valuing Torah, we acknowledge and recognize what Torah does for the learner of Torah. So that's the first... Wow, welcome home, Mario. Thanks for all the treats. <clears throat> so that, that's one, one point I want to make to the Hevra <clears throat> of the two things going on. In the days where we're excited, and certainly there's a national excitement for Tyra, we're also remembering what Tyra does to the learner of Tyra. So it's not all of a sudden, my point is it's not a contradiction. It's not an exciting days for our national treasure, and we're also, have, you know what your beards are? Because you appreciate, and I appreciate, what Tyra does to the learner of Tyra. And there was a yeshiva full of learners of Tyra that were nifter that a tragedy happened to. And as a nation, we pay respect for learners of Tyra, Kavadat Tyra. So that's one point that I wanted to make about the mourning and the excitement that it's a national, I would almost say it's a national display of Kavadat Torah. And it actually fits with days of excitement. It actually fits all of a sudden, Eitan, it's not a contradiction. Am I excited or sad? I'm actually excited about Torah. And the days I'm excited about Torah, it makes sense that we're mourning for a yeshiva for a yeshiva that was nifter. So that's one aspect. The second aspect that I want to say, there are guys in the yeshiva who get, a bachar called me on the way here at Tzach Ashkacha, literally five minutes before I pulled in, right after I spoke to you, Eitan, a bachar called me to say, Mazel Tov, he got his license. Yesterday, he got his license. I love when guys learn to drive. It's exciting for us all. A bachar learns to get his license. Wonderful. You get your license and you could drive. It's a very exciting experience. It was funny, at the Bris this morning, two guys came who are both from Muncie. So I said, did you drive? No, we drove in separate cars. And I was reminded of youth. 
if our, when we were in 12th grade, we were all getting our licenses. If our Rebbe lived in Brooklyn, we were in five towns. If he made a party, five guys would go in six cars. When you first drive, you don't get a ride with anybody, and everybody wants to show off their own whip. Trust me, I'm, <laughs> I still feel like a teen. Trust me, with my new vehicle, I'm not going with Rabbi Russ to Yeshiva in the morning. I'm taking my car. <laughs> so the nature, us youngsters, us teens, the nature, even a guy like me in my 20s, us guys, the way we are is that we want to drive our own car. It's funny at the Brist to see two guys came in their own car. So it's a very exciting time. Guys get licenses, really fired up. They could do a lot. They could run to davenings, to shiurim, to visit friends, to go places. Geschmack, a wonderful vehicle, a wonderful opportunity. But driving a car, how many good things can be performed? Wonderful. My father taught me and my siblings when we got cars, he warned us to the dangers of cars. It's dangerous. A car could be a very dangerous item. You have to be so careful. You have responsibility to drive safely, to seatbelt, to be careful, to be a responsible person. And it's funny, I never want to be a killjoy, Ariel. I don't want to, like, here's a guy who's excited about his new license. It's not like I'm trying to tell him all your excitement, like, knock it off, it's just dangerous, now I'm just driving. I want him to be excited. He should be excited. The optimism of youth, exciting to drive, the possibilities, where you can go all of a sudden. It's wonderful. All the places we can visit, all the kindness we could do, it's wonderful. Nonetheless, I want a guy to be aware with all the opportunity and all the things that can be done and the wonderful aspects of a car, keep in mind it has to be utilized right. It could be a dangerous weapon. And I want to say that in the days of national excitement for Tyra, we're amped up as a people, the national treasure, our Tyra, the very purpose of the creation of the world, Tyra. Hashem's precious Tyra that instructs, that guides, that uplifts, that elevates a yid, tremendous Tyra, to be aware that it's atomic and dangerous. Rabbi Kiva's Talmidim Wenifter, they were big tzaddikim. I want everybody to be aware of this. I have a pet thing, Ariel. The, not, I want to I wanna say, not Vavihu. I'm going to be honest. When I was a youngster, and I've seen many youngsters, I spoke to Rebbeim, to three Rebbeim in elementary schools last night about this. And I told all these three Rebbeim, David Eli, tell me if you mask him, a lot of kids think that Kairach and Nadavavi are the same thing. Kairach, we know, made a revolution against Moshe. He stood up, chutzpah, against one of the greatest human beings who ever lived. And in a fit of jealousy, Kairach made a big mistake. And Chazal called Kairach a Russia. He made a rebellion, this Russia. Nadav Aviyu, when during the inauguration of the Beis Hamikdash, brought an Eish Zara and they were Nifter. Nadav Aviyu were rising at Sadikim. We're off the charts, Sadikim. Nadav Aviyu, I would say, are from the greats of our history. Maish Rabbeinu says about Nadav Aviyu, now I know they're bigger than me and you. Maish Rabbeinu says to Aaron Akain. Now, what was the story of Nadav Aviyu? We were inaugurating our Mishkan in one of the happiest times in our history. The Mishkan was being inaugurated. Hashem was dwelling in our midst. And the Simcha was marred, Nadav Aviyu, our Nifter, Tut Sadikim. And they were Nifter in the middle of the inauguration of the Mishkan, these Tut Sadikim. And Klal Yisrael knows Hashem loves us. And they're both in Olam Haba. Tzadikim Gemurim, huge Tzadikim, Helig, Helig. But it brought out to Klal Yisrael, the Mishkan's a serious place. They did some Averin, it's just serious. Trust me, Hashem loves us and wants us. But it brought out, it's called Bekroivai Ekadesh. Those that are close to me, I bring out a Kedusha. It's not, it's not explicable. We had two Bachram who remind me of Nadav Aviyu. Two Bachram were Nifter on the way to Yeshiva. I don't know the reasons for Hashem. But they were on the way to Yeshiva and Yeshiva, two Bachram. And they were Nifter. 
And it changed the trajectory of the yeshiva. Eli and Dani were nifter. They'll be on the Nuar and Kodesh we build, Bezer Hashem. It changed the history of the yeshiva, Eli and Dani. I can't explain it. I don't know the reasons, but I know they're chevra. Some of the guys are here, steigd. And there was a tekufa, a period of growth that changed the whole trajectory of the yeshiva. I don't know the cheshbonus of Hashem. I'm unaware, but I know that I've seen such things. It brought, by the way, everybody, we all appreciate the yeshiva more, much more. It's a different story before Eli and Dani and after. And I don't know what Hashem chooses, how this works, but b'kroi v'yekodesh, Sometimes Hashem does something, mystif- it's, it's, it's hard to know. And by the way, any other person would have done what Nadav Aviyu would have done, would not be nifter. They were big tzaddikim. When you hear they were nifter for a sin, they were nifter because Hashem decreed they should be nifter. We don't know all the cheshbonus. Hashem has access to information you and I don't have. It came through a chet to teach us something. And through them, we had a certain reverence to Mishkan's very serious. And I want to say that the parallel of Nadav Aviyu to the Mishkan is that Talmidei V'Rabikivit Kabbalah Satayr. Rishonim, the Ramban says that Kabbalah Satayr is Bechin of the Mishkan. The Ramban repeatedly says that the Kabbalah Satayr, Har Sinai, is a place for Ashurah Sashchina. A matter of fact, in our prayer at the end of every Shmanasri asking we say give us our and Torah. When a person learns Torah's Bikinas Hashra Sashina, and the Talmidimarikiva the Nadavavihu, what Nadavavihu were for the Mishkan Rabikiva's Talmidim were for Torah. And the message to Klal Yisrael, I don't think that we're mourning. It's like we're in a period of sadness. We're anticipating the Torah, but it's a sense that this Torah is very serious. They all were nifter. They didn't have respect enough for each other. Trust me, you would have, I would have seen that they had plenty of respect, but not enough. The Gemara and Yavama says, They were supposed to be transmitters of Torah. And to transmit Torah, there's Memches Kenyaniyat Torah. There's a whole system of how it has to look. And because they didn't have the proper Hachana and the proper Kenyaniyat Torah, they were nifter, they couldn't be the transmitters of Torah. Rabbi Kiva's Talmidim were destined to be the Rebbeim of Klal Yisrael. His new five Talmidim that he miraculously had the courage, had the strength to rebuild, became all of Torah Shabalpeh. Mishnah Taisefta is all the new Talmidim of Akiva. And I think what's going on, Hevra, amidst a period of excitement and anticipation and preparing for Torah, Klai Yisrael remembers that the gift is very serious. I picture a guy getting a brand new car, the excitement of driving a license, a car. Excitement, I don't want to say tempered, because it's not lessened by that. It's part of it. Part of getting a car is the seriousness, is a serious thing. It's a serious thing. People die in car accidents. It's part of what you have to be aware. It doesn't take away from the experience. It actually focuses as a serious thing. I get very upset, Hevra. When I see guys driving on the camps and one guy's leaning out the window, it upsets me. It's wrong. It's, it's wrong. A car is not a toy. It's a serious thing. Very serious. It's a great tool. I'm not the guy like ruining. It's a great tool, but it's just not a toy. It's not meant for a guy to lean out the window. It's not meant for a guy to... Don't you dare drive with a guy sitting on your, on your hood. Chas v'shom. Chas v'shom. Chas v'shom. It's very dangerous. Don't speed fast through the campus. It's geschmack to drive. I'm not lessening the... I'm so... I'm excited with you. Another driver? The amount that you could do with a car, fantastic. It opens up new possibilities to go, to come. We can bring the guys to the Rebbe more. Each new car. Yesterday we were Zaycha. We did a trip as a yeshiva to bowling. Each driver was in a capacity to bring more people, to gather better. A car is a wonderful gift. But know what it is. Know what it's for. 
And this point that in the days we are anticipating and excited by Tyra, that there's a day that we, that we, that that during these days is built in, that it's a very, the gravity of it, the seriousness of it, that there's Kenyani at Tyra. This precious gift has Kenyanim necessary. Tyra can be abused and misused. Tyra can be abused and misused. You know what the, you know what a danger a Talmud Chacham could do? And how much damage? A guy's a learner of Torah and he's cruel and he's mean. Do you know in the halacha, you know when we were kids, they would say, don't make a chil Hashem. Do you know the halacha, that if a regular year does something, I'm talking about strictly the halacha. La halacha, it's, in, it's a Gemara Yuma, it's Paskin in the Rambam. If a regular year acts a little inappropriate, it's not a chil Hashem. La halacha. I it's not a Chil Hashem. A regular Yid can only do a Chil Hashem if he does an Avera that has no Hana. Because then the only reason to do it is to rebel against God. A Talmud Chacham who does an Anhagaloi Taiva, he cuts a line, it's a Chil Hashem. It's the worst Isser in the Torah. Nisa's Mecha, it's the worst Isser in the Torah. He's over Chil Hashem. If a regular Yid cuts the line, it's not nice, bad mid, it's not a Chil Hashem. Talmud Chacham, you're a learner of Tyra. You're a learner of Tyra. You cut the line. Your whole obligations change. I'm going to tell you a story. You can ask Ray Oberlander if it's true. We had a guy apply to the yeshiva years ago. It's a true Mesa. And I, I was very reluctant to take him. He's a wonderful person. Everybody deserves. At the time, I wasn't. And the father described to me that he was very good in learning. And I told the father, he's better in learning, I'm more nervous. I said, every guy in yeshiva has a sense that there's nachrayis, the Torah. The better I am in learning, the better my behavior has to be. And I said, I'm, his goodness in learning, if it doesn't come with a sense of responsibility, I'm nervous. So the guy said in the office, you mean that the good in learning is a chsar in here? You're worried that he's good? I said, yeah, 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 I'm worried, I'm worried. Because if it doesn't come with a sense of responsibility, you're a great learner, so, no, so do you meet this match? You have an atomic thing. You have something atomic. It comes with responsibility. A Talmud Chacham has to come with it a sense of responsibility. I suspect, Rabbi say, that this is exactly why built into Sphere Saimer. Again, I'm not saying it as an answer. I don't say it as an answer because I'm troubled by the question still. But it's brought me to a place to think that during the days we're excited about Torah, we're also not going to chas and listen to music, rowing beards. There's something serious about this gift. There's a gravity. This might be the warning to a guy who's driving that the gift is very, be careful. No, it's not to temper. It's not to take away the excitement. It's to focus. We're about to get something very serious. The tire is precious, and it needs me this tivus to match. It need it needs me this tivus and anhagas tivus to match with the limanat So I wanted to share this with the chevra. It's something I'm still driving with this question. The question's driving me places. I say with these two answers, I'm still open to an answer, Momo. You could say, Kel, she just said two answers. <laughs> but it's Nash. There's, there's an aspect of mourning could be done a different way. I have cash still. But I want to repeat the two things that it taught me, that in great, exciting days, waiting for Kabbalah Satyra, we're mourning. First of all, the value of Torah is what it does for the learner of Torah. And the fact that we're mourning Talmud HaChacham is one of the ways we express. Almost, I would say, as a nation, we're standing up for the Torah. I just wish, so on Sphere Saimer, let's stand up for a Talmud Chacham. But we're all mourning as we're saying that Torah transforms the learner of Torah. That's part of our preparation for Kabbalah Satar. Part of our excitement is we mourn the loss of a yeshiva of Talmud Chachamim. One. And the second aspect is the, is the gravity, the seriousness of this gift. It's a precious gift, Torah, but it has to be handled with care. It's precious, it's atomic, it's valuable, it's life itself. It's the reason for creation. I want to say I was Zeicher Aaron, and I think it's cool that a lot of our, that our, that, that our yeshiva guys returned to yeshiva on Sphere Seimer right after Pesach. I drove my two sons to the airport. 
it's very, very hard for me to part from my children. I like them home. And I drove my sons to the airport, and it's painful. We went to Boston, and I dropped them off, and they walked off. And the comfort to me is so painful. I want them home. And the cashier said to me, I have a cashier, so why, why, why are they walking there? Come, come back. Manny, Maish, come back. It's a cashier. It's a cashier I'm sitting in. I'm sitting in a cashier. What am I doing? They want to be home, and I want them home. It's like mutual. What are you doing? Come back, Manny, forget me. He's walking away. What are you doing? I promise you I'm sitting in a cashier. I'm sitting in a cashier. Ariel's good friends with Maish. She knows what I'm talking the whole house is on fire. Maisha's home, my house becomes a party. In, a sec- in 10 seconds, the house transforms into a party. My, my, uh, why is he going there? My daughter's crying. There's a kasha. A kasha, she's bawling. There's a kasha. I sit in the kasha, and there the only terror is he's going to learn Torah. Have a goylem l'makam Torah. He's going to learn Torah. He's going to learn Torah. There's a chasam seifer. Say, do it at home. You have to, it has to be singular focus. Goylem l'makam Torah. Chassam Seiva says you have to leave home to learn Torah. It's not like Halavai the Yeshiv would be next door. No, it's not that way. Have a Goylem, it has to be a singular purpose. There's a point in our life that we leave it all, we, we connect to Torah, we fill up on Torah. Have a Goylem l'makam Torah. That's a Teretz, that's a Teretz. Goylem l'makam Torah. I appreciate that it was the days of Sphira that we're anticipating, Kabbalah Satira, that I get to experience that Teretz. In the shul before Pesach, it was very interesting, before Pesach, that the out-of-town Bakram, Aaron Metz, Yitzhak Shalom, some of these beautiful B'nai Teretz come back home. It's like delightful. And then this Shabbos will be the Shabbos. They're all not there. They're all leaving. Last Shabbos, we were saying goodbye. Last Shabbos in shul. Why? Lomatz Kivaldik to see them in shul, to have them around? The answer is, they're going to study Torah. Torah is precious. Torah is our national gift. It's our national treasure. Torah is it all. Torah, learning it, living it, the mitzvahs at Torah, precious Torah, the understanding that Torah gives us. It's our precious national gift, the Torah. We, we mourn Talmud HaChachamim because we value what Torah does to the learner of Torah. We mourn the Talmud We recognize satanic, handle with care. It's precious, but it has to be done carefully. That could be damaged from Torah. And the Talmudim was deemed there would be some deficiency with their knowledge of Torah. But through them, much like we were given an appreciation from the Mishkan, through Nadav Aviyu, through Rabbi Kibbis Heilga Talmidim, who were Gedolim, and were Zaycha, that through them, we all say this gift is, is serious. This gift is serious. We don't fully understand the Misa of Rabbi Kibbis Talmidim, but they were Zaycha, that through them, this gift is very serious. This gift is serious. <laughs>